thank you, Craig. We love you, Craig. Thank you, Craig. All right, everybody. Welcome and back to the newest game of the Roll Pocto series. Today, we're going to be starting out with our session zero for the new Roll Pocto season. And with us today, we have my co-DM, Mitch. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I am Mitch. I am the co-DM of this. So uh, I am playing the lovable, battle-crazed, happy-go-lucky Mizu Kaze. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun time, guys. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we're going to be going in order from like where I'm seeing the chat right now, so I'm just going to call you guys. Uh, Kim, you to introduce yourself? Oh, hi there, everyone. Uh, I'm Kemi. I was in the last game, and uh, I'm here in this one, too. And I'm playing Wakumi, a uh, ranger woman. Hi there. Hi. Del, could you introduce yourself? Oh, hey. I'm Del. You may also remember me from the OG older Roll Pocto game. Uh, and this time I am playing Kei Okashima, who has a little dirt under his fingernails, but he's a pretty good guy. Or something like that. Paul, you want to go ahead and give an introduction there? Howdy. I'm new to this group. Uh, I'll be playing Endokaimon, a arcane trickster. I'm happy to be here. And finally, one of our newest members, uh, Zoe. Would you give an introduction? Hi, so I go by Zoe. Um, my character is Kiyoshiro Mitsurugi. He's also known as Dragon Eyes Kyo, and he is a barbarian. Fucking love that. All right. Um, yeah, and I'm happy to have you guys. Thank you guys for listening in, and we appreciate you guys being here. Once again, this is the official talking anime D&D podcast, Roll Pocto. Starting out our newest season of Roll Pocto here now with our first session zero. Everybody ready? Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Sure thing. And I'll take that a yes from Zoe. Peer pressure is fun. All right. So we're going to be starting off with a very good sight for everybody. The graduation day. As the campaign starts off we're going to be cutting to a very formal arrangement going on with a ceremony appearing with every single one of you present first and foremost you're going to be having a bunch of new recruits people fresh from the soul reaper academy and the front lines at this graduation ceremony as you guys are sitting down you guys are looking around looking at all the friends that you've made throughout the years of the training, the different classes you've had to take, just hanging out. You guys meant, talked, hung out with a lot of people, and now it's finally come to an end. You guys are now in a situation where you all know that this is, this is the point in your life change, changes as a whole. You are now moving on and becoming actual soul reapers. As you guys start to think about this, a person walks up to the front stand of the ceremony area. Over, uh, on a stage overlooking all of you guys, you see a very old fellow walking up. He gets up to the mic stand wearing, nothing, uh, wearing his Shihak show, which is the robes that a Soul Reaper wears, and begins talking into the microphone. I want to... Congratulate all of you here today. 
as the headmaster of this academy, I cannot tell you how proud I am of you all for being able to come here and to be able to show everybody what you're capable of. I am so proud of every single one of you, and I cannot wait to see what your, what your future will behold. For the first time, I am proud to say that we've had an almost high percentage of clear rates in which we've had students turning into Soul Reapers. Usually there has been some issues with that in the past, but I'm proud to say that this group, this batch of excellent Reapers, has made me proud to be called the Headmaster. Going forward, I am going to be having an introduction, and I want a small speech for the top students of this year. You see as he points over, and he points at the top four. Now, looks like we just had a little bit of technical difficulty. Someone just left. And there we see um, Pollen, your character. Right. Del, your character. Kim, your character. And Zoe, your character, has been pointed to, and he is asking you to now come up and give a small speech about your experiences. Please come up to this. And he would look at you all and says, please, will the four of you come up and give a small speech? Just to talk about who you are and how, how you've gotten about this. Tell us about your time here, however short it may have been. And tell us what your plans are in the future. I think before we even get the chance to walk up there, my character turns to Pollen's character and makes eye contact, uh, sort of side-eyed, and, and says, Did you... No, they were gonna do this? No. I didn't. I didn't prepare a speech. I didn't either. Uh, well, what are we gonna do? <laughs> uh, well, they told us to give a speech, so we're gonna go ahead and give a speech, I guess. Uh, good luck, pal. Uh, and I guess I'll start making my way up there. <laughs> Ah, yes. Let's pronounce key. Hey. Okay. Wonderful to have you. Thank you for attending. Uh, well, I wasn't going to miss my own graduation now, was I? <laughs> That'd be. Mm. Considering ridiculous. you are one of the top students, that would be a bit of a shame, wouldn't it? <laughs> Can you imagine if I was so embarrassed that I thought about staying in my room all morning and pretending I overslept? That would be, ooh, that would be just unthinkable, <laughs> sir. Ah, nonsense. You did wonders. I'm proud of you. Please, just talk. Uh, okay. So I sort of shift over to the center and face my graduating peers. Um. Oh, well, first off, ha hi. <laughs> you hear just kind of like crickets in the background? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. 
too. <laughs> uh, well, um, listen, I don't know if y'all could hear just now, but the headmaster said something that I don't want to overlook, uh, and what he said was, is proud of me. Uh, not really, I pro- this is gonna sound, but I'm really not trying to brag, I'm not. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's just setting, setting up for what I'm gonna say next, which is that, um, I actually feel pretty proud of myself, too, because, uh, I, I never thought, um, this was the kind of life I, I was gonna start leading. I, I don't want to say lead yet, because <laughs> we, we, we haven't even walked out of the gates of this place yet, but um, <laughs> school, um, yeah, didn't think, didn't think that was going to be something I would ever have a chance for, um, but I did, and when I did, I didn't think it was going to be something that I was good at. Uh, and, and maybe this is important. There, there were things about school that, um, that, I, that I wasn't good at. Uh, but I had, I had my, my friend, uh, 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 Endo-san. Uh, uh, Kai. <laughs> Hi. I sort of wave. <laughs> And uh I give a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and and well his support I mean my, my whole life he's he's been there. He's he's been my guy, he's been my buddy, and that was true when we got to school too. So without him and, and other folks like him who who encouraged me to keep doing the stuff I, I was good at, um so if I ever uh, uh, sh- showed up at a party and-, and forgot to take worms out of my pocket or something, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, all this to say, um, I-, I realize I'm kind of going on and on, and I think that's something that I- I'm trying to get better about not doing when I'm nervous, because once upon a time I used to not say anything, and, and now sometimes maybe I say too much, so... Um, Right. You just kind of feel like a tap on like in the the back oh, sorry. by the headmaster, sorry. and he's just he, it's like no no it's not like a stop tap it's just like a calm down tap like reassuring. Uh, ooh, right. Thanks. Um. So. Uh, uh, metaphors aren't perfect, but if you'll humor me for. Just a minute. People are kind of like seeds. And they don't really look too different when they're really small, not usually. I mean, some are different colors and some are bigger and some are from different parts of the world. And uh you know, suppose suppose I'm a I'm an oak tree. Uh I'd be a pretty bad flower. I was an oak tree, um, but uh, so it's better if I don't try to be a flower. And it's been great to go to school and um, learn that maybe I was a really good oak tree the whole time, and that's okay. And 
you're all going to grow into different things that are right also. Um, and so uh, maybe that was a little acorn of wisdom for all of you. Um, thanks. This is a huge honor. Um, give me give me a charisma check thanks. real quick. Give me, give me a charisma check with advantage, because I, I wasn't expecting you to actually pull. I was expecting you guys to stumble over your words. I wasn't expecting, like, that good of a speech to come about. You said get... make a speech, bro. I know. It was putting you on the spot. I was expecting fl uh, flusterness. <gasps> okay. I'm just going to... So, can you hear in my mic there? I'm not... I'm not doing, um, I'm not moving anything. I'm not touching. Anything. I'm just going to take a picture and I'm going to drop it in the chat real quick, real quick. Please hold for picture. I'm holding um, for picture. God, okay, is it a nat like, 20? Better oh. fucking believe it's a nat 20 plus zero. <laughs> so it's a 20, but. Nat <laughs> <laughs> 20 is still a nat 20. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, the gods were with me that day. <laughs> the on, dice gods. On, on. Dice gods, the dice gods. Um, oh, oh, don't rip paper. I Fuck. recently got a new phone, and my camera's really, really good, which is really nice for the most part. But then when I try to upload things, it takes a while. So thank you for your. Oh, patience. I I know that feeling. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hang on. My files are too powerful for for Discord. Let me take a <laughs> screenshot of my picture. Do 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 do. Be a great time for the theme song. <laughs> Kidding. Okay. Okay. After all that, there you go. There's your photo evidence. But yes, uh, despite that not being one of my higher scores, that's a natural twenty. <laughs> See, even the dice guys are pleased by the speech you gave. Sure were. As you gave that speech, there's like a minute of silence. But you're looking at the crowd, and as you look at the crowd, you see less just, ugh, and more jaws agape. Kind of like they were like, this is the, this was the quiet kid? And, like, you just hear, like, what, like, uh, like people are just kind of, like, awestruck at the, 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 just the magnificent speech you just gave. And eventually you hear from behind you. <sighs> Shoulders. And immediately, like, Drop the entire crowd starts standing up and erupting in, like, uh, clapping for you. Oh, my gosh. My, my very pale face turns bright red, which I realize, do you want descriptions of our characters, y'all? Is that... <laughs> well, let's do the description as you guys come up. Okay, so I fully skipped that part, but so so coming coming down, um, you see, it's a a, a very a fairly tall person, um, with long limbs, long arms, long legs, and difficult to tell under the Shihaka show, but but definitely a certain wiry strength to this person, um, like. Uh, this is a person who's who's seen a lot of sun in their day, and so the cheeks in particular and the backs of their hands are uh, a little bit rougher, a little bit redder. Um, freckles dot across their nose and their cheeks, bright, wide blue eyes. Oh, you're doing a little bit of a robot right now. Face. Oh, no. Well, how much of that did you get? We got blue eyes, and that's where you stopped. 
Oh, okay, cool. Um, so yes, bright blue eyes and very, very pale blonde hair. Um, long, long blonde hair. Um, so so pale that it's difficult to tell in the right light whether it's sort of whitish blonde, maybe a little bit of strawberry red in there. Some uh, currently pulled back into a long braid, but uh, there are sort of little wisps and discombobulated strands that are that are blowing about their face uh some like poorly trimmed bangs like maybe this hair was under a hat earlier this morning uh and it hasn't and then maybe this person hasn't bothered to touch up their hair since then um uh a uh, uh, sort of like a like a bandana around their neck uh they've got a sort of turtleneck under their shihaka show too like looking to cover up as much skin as possible probably to protect from the sun but other than that it's just the standard uniform um and uh they walk in a way that almost it's it it doesn't lilt exactly but it's 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 a little bit more uh, of a loping gait, I would say, than is standard for uh, a studied warrior. And that's nice. that's Kay. Very good. Pollen, you were up next, weren't you? Yep. Um, as Kai walks up, he will give the headmaster a firm handshake and thank him. And then turn to walk up to the podium. As you... As he walks up, you see a. Oh, where's my paper? You see a tall, lithe male with long black hair that has dark purple highlights throughout the tips. He has uh, wisteria or like light violet eyes. He has a long scar spanning across the bridge of his nose. Uh, and he is of a palish complexion. As he approaches, he begins his speech by saying, Hello everyone, my name is Kaiman, as you may have heard from my friend. I want to thank and congratulate everyone for making it through the academy. It may have been hard and grueling, but this class, and especially my close friend Kay, proves that hard work truly pays off. I look forward to working with you all, and I wish you good luck in your endeavors. You hear uh, clapping once again. Uh, actually, no, give me like a uh, give me a charisma roll, real quick. Charisma. Yeah. It begins clapping right away, regardless, and then stops <laughs> when he realizes it's probably better to check the temperature of the room. Okay. It's like that excited best friend, like, you did so good, that you did so good. It's oh. a 17. Immediately, like, you just hear clapping, like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, 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 that's what we were expecting. That fits, that fits them, yeah. Uh, up behind him, uh, Kim, you want to do your introduction? Sure. So, Wakumi uh, will walk up, and you'll see she is about five foot six, has a kind of thinner, but definitely athletic build. Think of, like, a volleyball player, that type of... You know, muscular, but still pretty thin build. Uh, somewhat darker complexion, like naturally more darker skin, but also you can tell uh, tan from the sun. Uh, very black hair tied up in two buns, kind of one on each side. Uh, the thinner jawline, but noticeably like really big eyebrows. Uh, and she'll come up and start to talk. And she'll begin off like, well, I, I didn't get to meet all of you, but just because I know you'll ask. 
I sound like this because I ate a frog when I was a little girl, and it was poison. Don't eat frogs, everyone. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, just, you hear a couple people chuckling in the crowd. Uh, and so I never thought I'd be anywhere here when I was younger. I had a small life. And I realized I wanted more, so I came here and I wanted to learn everything I can, experience everything I can. And that's my plan for the future, to get everything, see anywhere I can, try to go out in the world. And when I was younger, I, all I did was hunt things that other people would eat. And now, ironically, I hunt things so they won't eat us. It's irony, but I love it. Hope to see you all, and thank you for your time. And she goes and walks back down. You're clapping. Go ahead and roll me a crit. Everyone's going to roll me a crit check. You got to see the pattern recognition here. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a 14 for me. 14? That just passes. Meet to beats. You hear clapping. You're like, yep, yep. Ate a frog. That was funny. That was good. Yep. What did you say your character's name was? Uh, Wakumi. Wakumi. Uh, finally, we have coming up to the stand, who's there. Uh, Zoe, would you give an introduction? So, Zoe is basically um, kind of tall, kind of shortish, like 5'11 type. Um, he's got dark black hair, fair skin, and his eyes are his most noticeable feature about him, which kind of look like dragon slit eyes, and they glow kind of amberish. So he would walk up to the stage kind of slowly, kind of with a serious demeanor about him. And he would start to introduce himself. My name is Kiyoshiro Mitsunari. And I wasn't much of a speech man myself. I'm more of a man of action. I became this so that I may one day achieve my goals, so to speak. I just, like I said, not really much to talking, but looking at my fellow classmates and myself, I would hope that one day we all can just do our duties and keep moving forward. And he would exit the stage. Honorbound duty. All right. Give me a charisma roll. I've got a one. They're just they, they, you just have people kind of looking around like, wow, that dude was really edgy. And you just have like a bunch of like people just like, oh, well, okay. And then you just you have the occasional like clap, clap, and then like you have one kid standing up and just clapping up a storm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll sit down now. And you just see the guy sit back down. And that is when the, um, <laughs> what was your character's name, by the way, Zoe? Oh, I did not intro the name. Holy shit. <laughs> Kiyoshi- got every Mitsunari. detail down but the name. <laughs> Kiyoshiro Mitsunari. Uh, Mitsurugi, I'm sorry. Kiyoshiro Mitsurugi. Okay, as that happens, you will see the, um, as the last of you makes this this speech, 
uh, you see the headmaster walk back up again, and you will as they're like walking around, or not walking around, as they walk back up to the the stand, they will see that the 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 headmaster kind of looks around and says, "Well, this is where we would have the last one, our last." Certainly not least student. However, it appears that they have not been. And as that happens, all of you um, hear just a large bang and what sounds to be, what what sounds to be loud footsteps coming. That is when you see Mitch's character running through the doors and slamming the doors open, <laughs> running into the room stands. I'd say about six foot tall. Uh, He has long black hair tied kind of messy into a top knot. Uh, Scar going down his right eye. uh, Looks around and goes, "Um, Hi, did I miss something? As it just so happens, you are about to miss your speech segment. Now please, come (laughs) up and give a speech walks up dragging behind him one of the soul reapers that he was sparring with and he stands there looks at everybody looks at the soul reaper he has in his hands drops him and goes well hi my name is mizukaze um yeah not much for speech you know and uh you know, not my forte but i fought most of you in training I'm kind of surprised some of you are here. Looks at uh, people who had the speech before him. There's a couple of you I can understand. Some of you I still don't. But either way, I'm here to do my job. Bye. And just walks off and goes, oh, one more thing. Mm -hmm. Thanks for allowing my people to come here and everything. Yeah, and just keeps walking. The headmaster smiles and just kind of like shoes him off. Like, yes, yes. Now go sit down, late, late boy. As you all may have realized, I did put these students on a spot, and I want this to be a lesson to every single one of you. Events in life come and go. Stuff you can be prepared for. Stuff you can't be. I want these speeches, just as, as an example, to be a very easy obstacle for you to start off your future going forward. I want you guys to realize that there are some things that will come out of left field, in a, in a way of matter of speaking. They will come at you fast, they will come at you hard, and they will come at you out of nowhere. You all, in my opinion, and you can attest this from any active Soul Reaper. Have to be ready just for about anything. This was my, so to speak, final little test for you all. I'm not going to have each one of these students come up here, but I did want all of you to realize that anything can come at you at any time, whether it be simply just giving a speech at your graduation that you had no way of preparing for, or being on a mission and a soul reaper coming out of nowhere or a nether ho- or a hollow coming out of nowhere 
and attacking your group, your squadron. Who knows? It may be a situation where you're out on single duty. It may be a situation where you're by yourself. You need to be aware of these situations. I figured, hey, why not give them just a little bit of a taste? Just get them ready. Final, the final little step, that little nudge. I want you all to know that I'm very proud of you. The speeches you've given, the students, all of you have, have gotten through this entire course. I'm proud of every single one of you. And I cannot wait to see the, the soul reapers you will become in the future. I expect to see great things from all of you. And I know you all will make us all even prouder in the future. With that, he's going to like raise his hand. And you immediately see like his Shikai release. And there's just like, uh, you see an, an array of loud trumpets forming as seemingly is just a bunch of musical instruments come. And they just start playing music for you guys. I congratulate you and dub the, the first generation Soul Reapers. Or not first generation Soul Reapers. The newest generation of Soul Reapers. And promptly after that happens, everyone in the room stands up and starts cheering. And as you guys are still up in the front row, he's going to look to you all like while the music's playing in the background. He's going to look at all of all, all now uh, five of you. And he's going to be, I want you all to meet me in the office after this. I have something very important to discuss with you. Ooh, you guys are in trouble. <laughs> you too. Oh. <laughs> and as he says that, he's going to walk off and just kind of leave the area and go back to his office. You guys now have a little bit of free time celebrating and talking with the rest of your could-be classmates, or you guys can start talking once uh, amongst each other. Maybe introduce yourselves to one another now that you have the chance. And when you feel like it, let me know that you guys want to go to the, the headmaster's room. As the players, this is where you guys go. Go ahead. How big is our graduating class? Uh, is it common for people to not know each other, or is it small enough that folks have kind of seen each other around? It's it's a it's one of the bigger ones. So you have a lot. This is like a, I'll say it's a graduating class, maybe like a hundred, hundred fifty. Oh, bet okay. So, but it, it's it's small enough that you guys would know a couple people. Maybe you're like in the, there. There are different clubs there too. So you would have like a gardening club or a kendo club or the go home and sleep club. If you so wished. <laughs> so you guys can talk uh, about that. Do you guys want to go to the thing, or do you guys? I talk? think while everyone is interacting, um, Mizu is going to do his uh, normal thing, um, pulling out of his uh, shihakushu, is um, the Serte bulletin, and he flips it open, and he sits there and he reads it, not acting interested whatsoever in what's going on. I think Kay is definitely going to sort of look to Kaimon to see whether Kaimon has anything that he wants to do first. Uh, not necessarily under the assumption that whatever Kaimon is going to want to do, he's going to want to do too. But he wants to make sure that uh, he he wants to he wants to take care of that. 
before he takes care of anything else he might want, I think. Paimon's gonna let out a sigh of relief after that surprise. Uh, he's gonna look around the room and I think he decides that his social batteries are dead. So he's gonna start making his way towards the headmaster's office. Mm. Del, are you gonna follow him? I, I, oh, tricky. I think actually there there is a part of Kay that feels really energized and invigorated by the reception he got from his speech. And so I think there is an extent to which he wants to sort of mingle with the crowd a little bit. And the most logical place to start is probably with the other people who also gave speeches who he doesn't know. So um, seeing that one of these people is so obviously disinterested, he'll... He'll he'll make fairly like steady eye contact, I think, with both of the two other newcomers, uh, and just kind of stick his hand out and say, "Gosh." Um, and then he realizes he's made a choice, and so he sticks both both of his hands out to both Kem's character and to Zoe's <laughs> character, and say, uh, "Well, now's probably as good a time as any to introduce ourselves. <laughs> Graduation day. Who'd have thought?" Um, uh, well, uh, well, I'm Kay. I'm Kay. It's it's really nice to meet you both. All right, yeah. Wakumi will be shaking your hand, kind of like almost rough, like a bit. Or they're going for a really firm handshake, not knowing what level you're going at. But from your character, I assume they don't give rough handshakes. No, not rough, but definitely. Um, this is a person who Her. is shaking hands with people who know how to shake hands. Um, and okay. Like, cons- like there are there are calluses on the inside, not just swordplay calluses, of course, but also like these hands have seen work, and that's clear from just shaking their hand pretty briefly. All right, yeah, we'll shake your hand. Like, all right, hey, that's good. Did we get a job three seconds after graduation? What, what was I think that? We did. I wasn't even recruiting. I didn't. I um, I don't know. It's yeah. Okay, it's weird for me. him to single us out twice. Right? Or is that weird? Uh, I, I don't, I suppose not. I, I've not, I'm not sure. Uh, what, what do you think? It was, um, uh, uh, Kyoshiro-san, is that correct? Look, let's get this straight here. K, was it? Uh, y- yes. I didn't come here, nor am I trying to stick around to create any friendship. We are what? So reapers, meaning we have a job, meaning that of all this, what, let's say 60% of us aren't going to make it out of here by the first year. So I don't see quite a point for us to even, what is this, getting to know each other? Okay. Well, with all due respect, Kyoshiro-san, who knows whether we're going to become friends, but if we're going to work together, I think knowing each other's names is a reasonable place to start. Fair enough. Well, you've already got my name. But please, Kyoshiro's too damn formal. I'd rather be known as Kyo. Kyo-san. Of course. Remember. I think with that, I'm actually... So Kay is going to take... Understanding that, that 
group has been summoned um and there's probably a something of a like within business hours deadline on that um but is going to kind of shake that off and spend 15 minutes moving through the crowd and talking with other people before following the way that k uh, excuse me that kaimon went to go and see the headmaster uh, kaimon will be waiting outside of the headmaster's room with the book waiting for the others to arrive yeah, Mizu would have eventually just gotten up during all of that and just walked to the headmaster's office. Um, one to be very much aware of where it's located at, um, shows up and leans against the wall, staring at the others waiting. I'm going to introduce myself to... Uh, Wakumi? Or no, what? What was your character's name? Mizu. I'm going to introduce myself to Mizu since I left earlier. Uh. <clears throat> nice to meet you. I. Uh, I'm not really one for social interactions. It tires me out easily. Uh, It's it's fine. You don't have to worry about it. It's the name's Mizu. Um, uh, I guess I'm gonna put a hand out. He extends his hand, and the minute he grabs the hand, um, you realize that it's a hand of someone who's held kendo sticks. You know, uh, Mizu is very much well versed in kendo, and he holds your hand and he squeezes it. It's a mix of, uh, there's a little bit of strength there, but it's not enough to crush somebody's hand, and he just shakes his hand and goes, it's nice to meet you. Uh, what's your name again? Uh, sorry, my name is Kaiman. You can call me Kai. Kai? Okay, good. Uh, yeah, Mizu, Kaze, j- don't go with the formal crap. Just call me Mizu. Alright. I'm going to walk back over and open my book back up. I think I sort of was had like slid down the wall to sit when I uh beside Kaimon, um, and so now we'll we'll push myself up to standing and just wave, uh, having heard that introduction, uh, and say, uh, uh, y- uh, it's really up to you. You can call me K if you want, but um, I we, it's it's really it's nice to meet you, um, uh. <laughs> I your speech. Go over the call. Okay, uh, and sits back down. <laughs> I'm sure that was a delay, but I kind of don't care. Mitch, you there, bud? <laughs> okay, what did I miss? Sorry, I I was. <laughs> I do that. My no, but this is too so even Sorry. there. The- my headphones pop It's like out, an sorry. ongoing bit where Kay says stuff and takes too long to say stuff and then is just met with overwhelming silence time and Ka- time Kaze- again. Mizu just stares at them and goes, um, yeah, Mizu, I mean, Mizu, I don't care for the formal crap. Yeah, and then shakes their hand and goes, it's nice to meet you. I guess we're going to be working together. I guess I got to play nice with you guys i guess so uh 
Just don't get in my way. That's the only thing you need to know. Oh. I genuinely wouldn't dream of it. M- Mizu, just, uh, are, is there, uh, does, does working with water run in your family? Or did your parents just like the sound of that name? Uh, my, I don't know. My mother died when I was young, and I don't know my father, so I, oh. yeah. I'm so sorry. And you see a look of, like, genuine sadness cross his eyes. It's, it's fine. I, I wound up, you know, coming here from the new branch that is opening up, and I met my adopted father here and, you know, got into the academy oh. that way, so. Well, that's good. That's very, very good. That's, I'm really glad to hear that, Mizu. Um, just, just Mizu, right. I, I will try to remember Mizu-san. I mean, just Mizu, right. Yeah, I'm gonna read my book until we go in. Okay. Joy. And he'll just slide back down and sit on the ground. And Mizu will, yes, open up his book again and go back to reading. All right. Kim, what, Kim and Zoe, what are your characters going to be doing right now? Uh, well, I'd say Wakumi, she would have been talking with any other the graduating class for a few minutes. You came up to her, and then she would have gone to the headmaster's office like they wanted. Yes. And then I'll be right. waiting outside with everyone else. He'd kind of just be in his own little world, but walk to the headmaster's office as well, just kind of wondering why he's there trying to interact with folks when he's really not that kind of person. As you grab the door, immediately all of you just kind of felt like a very dense like pressure amongst all of you. And immediately, like as like the door opens, I want all of you guys to give me a constitution check real quick. Oh boy. Oh no. I got a 17. 17? Alright, you pass. Oh, that's cocked. Fuck. Uh gonna be 15 for me. Pass. That is a 17. Pass. Oh no, I got a 9. You fail? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Zoe, what'd you get? I got an 11. You fail too. As soon as you pull, open that door and pull it open, immediately um, Kai, uh, Kei and um, Kiyoshi, uh, Kiyoshiro or in me too, your both your bodies just go down on the on the ground like you guys are on your knees, just kind of shaking right now, and all the other on everyone else in the group right now is like just shivering. Every single one of you sense an overwhelming amount of spiritual pressure coming out of this room right now, and inside you hear a a woman loudly shouting, "The hell do you mean I have to deal with some new newly graduated brats from now on?" And inside you hear the headmaster say. Well, they may be newly graduated, but you haven't even given them the chance yet. And immediately, she, you just hear like teeth gnashing in there, and she's just grinding. She says, where the hell are they anyway? They're late. I didn't give them a time as to when they were supposed to be here. In fact, he's going to look over and noticing the door is slightly ajar. 
I do believe that you may be preventing them from entering the room currently. What? Looks over. Ugh. And immediately all the pressure just dissipates. I'm going to reach down and give uh, Kay a hand. Before you guys can even get a chance to really get yourself open, uh, who's in front of the doors right now? Um, I think I would be first in line. And then I think Mizu was the second person to arrive. Yeah. Zoe said you were the one that said that you're opening your door, right? Um, say again? So? Wait, what happened? You're the one opening the door, right? Sure, I'll be the one opening the door. Oh, I thought you said you were the one opening the door because you strolled into the headmaster's office, right? <laughs> no, that sounds like some... Yeah, sure. I opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I, I thought I heard you say that. I was like, oh, yes, there we go. That's perfect. Adorable. <laughs> oh, oh, beautiful. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to do a okay. karate chop. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kay didn't say that. I the players said that. God damn it! As you guys are doing that, you hear a loud like heels stepping, and immediately like the the door kind of gets itself kicked in in it. Like not enough to like fling against the wall, but let like, to like open it like very loudly and very quickly. And you see this woman step out. Uh, she uh. goes and she just looks you up and down and says. These are the top of the class. Damn, they've gone down in hill. I think you might have shared that in a channel we don't have access to. Oh, Look in the, the, uh, uh, the Rolpocto voice chat. Open, open chat. Not seeing that. Mm, did yeah. you not give me access to that channel either? Yeah. No, no, you see how we have the Rolpocto voice channel? <laughs> you hover over that, you'll see like a open <laughs> chat area. You got it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, immediate something. Good, good, good. Exactly as planned. Uh, uh, until they wait till they meet dish or the uh, division twelve captain. That's all I'm gonna. Or Eleven captain. Let me just say. Uh, okay, I guess. Would our characters recognize who this person is? Uh, give me a roll. Like, see oh, if you guys wow. Her. She, uh, oh, his, wow. are history? we doing a history check on this one? Well, okay. So give my question is like, to, to what extent did the divisions in this world align with the morals and values and vibes of the divisions in the world we're familiar yeah, with? Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the anime where they never mm-hmm. talked into one another before the show started. I got a 16. Sorry, or, what kind of channel? Uh, Did you say history or something else? You guys, you guys are fresh out of the academy, so you know names mostly. But we're gonna we're, this 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 check will determine whether or not you guys know, know via like per image and whatnot, or figure out who this is. I have She's an eight. So, band on her arm. Oh no, I mean that's pretty clear. Yeah, it's eighteen actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, right. I got um, eight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Pollen, I'm actually gonna give you and Dell. You and Im- both you two immediately get a succeed. You know exactly who the I, fuck I, this I, is. I, I, can, I can read numbers. I yes. Oh, no. It may be the wrong number, but... Well, it right. says seven, um, so maybe that's... Maybe my hopes are up. It's, it's the incorrect number. We, had to, we just had to find a picture, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, for those listening at home, you see a... They see a very... Uh, a somewhat muscular woman. She's very fit. Walk out with a white shihakcho over the normal black robes. And the white shihakcho 
turn is a covering that turns into a full arm glove. And on her head, she has a pair of purple glasses open, and she has her Zanpakuto on full display with a bright neon pink um, band around the, the hilt. And about four or five looped chains uh, forming his tassels at the, at the very end of the, end of the, uh, the sword, right where the uh, pommel would be. Uh, so I, I, so that we know that happened. Kim, what'd you get? You said you got huh. a... I got a five. You got a five? You failed. Uh, Mitch failed. Zoe, what'd you get? I got a nine. You got a nine. Uh, you also failed. Um, so immediately, Pollen Dell or Pollen Dell, your characters immediately just get like a shiver down their spine. You know exactly who the fuck this is, as you guys are very well informed with them. This is the vice captain of squad two. Oh. Mm. So uh, with my five, I mean, I feel I should at least know that they are a vice captain because they have the armband, but I have no idea like who they are or what their personality is or whatever. No, nah, they're 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 not in they're not in attire to say that they are part of the the stealth squad. Oh. Okay. This this is just like captain vice captain garb right now. But they still have like a little armband. Yeah, they still have the armband. Okay. And um, so you guys all immediately know that this is uh, Masuki, the vice uh, the vice commander of Division Two. And she looks at you all and just says, "So." I'm going to have to be the babysitter for you all now, huh? Typical. And you just hear the, uh, the, old, ma- the old man. We'll refer to him as just the old man, because that's how you all know him by. Um, in the, the headmaster in the office, just saying, Now, 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 let's at least have a conversation about this. Come, everyone, into the office. And you just, uh, a little, like, uh, a trumpet, two trumpets pop open in front of the door, and just kind of, like, toot and the doors kind of fly open and to open the doors completely and immediately just as quick as they appear they disappear come sit down um before kai sits down he's gonna give a bow to his or to masuki she's Um, immediately gonna look at you and just say and just kind of like squint and just kind of bend down to look at you and go I know you from somewhere. Mm. Wait a minute. Kaimon? I'm honored that you recognize me and remembered me. Of course I remember you. And I guess that makes you, he looks over to, uh, to, uh, to Kay. Is that you, Kay? Yes. Kai? Yes, ma'am. And he will also give a bow a little bit more deeper and a little a little bit deeper and a little bit more deferential than the bow that Kaimon gave. She's immediately going to start laughing and says, "So the K boys actually decided to become soul reapers." Ah, that's great. All right, maybe this won't be so sucky after all. And she's like, uh, you could tell that she's in a bit better of a mood now, and she's going to like start walking back into the office. And, she, and like uh, the headmaster is going to look the rest of you and says, "Are you coming in?" Mizu just walks in like, "Oh, um, hey, I don't know who you are, and 
all honesty, I really don't care. Uh, I'm just here to find out what the job is. Uh, yeah, Kumi will walk in, we'll give a, like, necessarily polite little bow to the vice captain here, but won't say anything to her, and we'll just go and sit down. Kyo would walk in and, and then kind of agree with uh, what Mizu was saying. Uh, yeah, kind of with the guy here on this one. Kind of don't give, you know, a damn really who you are. Just what are we going to do? She's just kind of like, kind of like grind her teeth and just kind of like a, a small little snicker of a smile is like forming in the corner of her mouth. Say, do you brats not know who you're talking to? I thought I made myself clear. I don't care who you are. As soon as those words leave your mouth, you immediately make a constitution roll. I was going to look over to Kay to give a panic look. Oh, no, um, Kay unfolds, unfolds his palm, and you see it's a very, very tiny little purple perennial flower, which is um, assuming that these things still line up in this world, but... Um, if it's not that, then whatever the second division flower is, and it's in his palm, and he sort of turns his palm upside down and presses it into Kaimon's hand and mouths the words for luck. <laughs> I got I got a two with my six constitution roll. Yeah, it's it's eight. Immediately you're on the ground right now. I, yeah, I don't know if you guys remember this scene. Immediately you guys remember when uh... In, in the anime, when um, what was her name? Momo was trying to fight, or not? Wasn't Momo? And now, when uh, shouldn't we flash steps? Is it this? this? It, it was the scene where, like that, that that girl was in the presence of the head captain, giving off his riatsu, and she yes. was literally about so to pass. So, Pete, this is the now. Shouldn't we flash steps her away so that he and Jushiro can fight their former teacher? Carry on. I yes. don't remember this yeah, scene this with every fiber scene. of my being every day. <laughs> his assistant was there, and like. This is a this is a situation where uh, no one could really handle Captain's spiritual pressure. So if you can't be in his presence, you start passing the fuck out and foaming at the mouth. And she's uh, at that's essentially what's going on right here. Right now, you are on the verge of foaming at the mouth if you are uh, critical. Uh, uh, oh God, too much. And she and if if you could look up right now, you would see her. She would just have like a villainous grin on her face, and she says. Oh, I enjoy breaking in little ones like you. Cock gun, ready to go. Oh. Uh, oh Zoe, goodness, can you man, also make impressive. me? Can you, can you also make me a save, Zo? Wait, what am I doing now? Uh, make a Constitution saving throw because you both of you just angered the fuck out of the vice captain. Oh, gods are not with me today. I got three. Immediately, <laughs> you also are on the ground, borderline uh, almost vomiting at the ground right now. And she immediately picks both of you guys up with just one hand and just st- like holds you guys up like to where your feet are no longer touching the ground and just kind of looks you both in the eyes and just says, ooh, I'm going to enjoy breaking both of you. Vice Captain, can I say something first? Oh, that pl- finally put two and two together, huh? My safe word is pineapple. Immediately, your head hits the ground. Oh, God. Man, just who the hell are you? 
And as, as she looks down upon you, immediately she just kind of like her her eyes switch. The 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 Ryatsu changes immediately. That that domineering pressure's gone, and she just kind of grabs you by the shirt and pulls you back up, um, Mitch, and just kind of like looks at you and pulls that like little cloth your uncle gave you, and just says, "Where the hell did you get this?" I got it from my uncle. What's your problem? Throws you back down. So, can't touch you then. All right. Don't get cocky. All it means is I can't kill you. Yeah, I remember that. Thanks. And the headmaster kind of looks at you guys and says, well, now that that's done, um, about this quote-unquote job offer I'm willing to give you all. It isn't directly me giving it to you all. And a better way of saying it, you t- all of you have been scouted in a way of saying. What can you guys tell me about the Soul Society as a whole? That's um, vague. Um... It's, How big is it, do you think? Uh, I've, I've never seen an edge, so I assume uh, everywhere. Infinite? I'll put it uh, simply for you. Damn near. It is enormous. Almost impossibly large. It is so large, in fact, that there is not just one branch of Soul Society. What I'm about to tell you all, I'm telling you all in good faith and in the assumption that you will accept this job offer. If you, I'm not pressuring you. If you choose not to, all of this will be wiped away. I'm giving you guys the job offer of, an op- of, the, of the opportunity of a lifetime right now. When I say that the Soul Society is vast, that is an understatement. Soul Society, as you know it, is just the tip of the iceberg. The Academy, Soul Society here, there are so many different versions of it and branches of it that exist currently. Have you guys ever referred or heard to the West Branch of Soul Society? You no, guys sir. can make a history check if you guys so wish. Oh. Uh, I guess I will. I think I have a plus one on history, so here goes nothing. Uh, yeah. 18. So, yeah, I got an eight, eight on history for me. 18. 18. Oh. All right. So, we got one person that would know about it. Uh, Nat 19. That's a. I also rolled an 18. I think that's a 25. All right. Perfect. Yeah. So, you all, Dell, what'd you get? 18. Fifteen. Um. So. Yeah. So what you guys know, I'm, I'm gonna consider this a group success. What you guys don't know, you can share with one another. Uh, what this has occurred is he just explained to you that, like, yes, the fact that um, there are different branches of all society aren't new news to you guys, but it is a bit weird considering that that was they were only like rumors or. Their, their information about them was not very well known. You guys know that Soul Society exists in 
different areas and that it's just as big as the the mortal realm so that there are it would make sense that there are different areas for which soul reapers or beings like that could exist to deal with hollows of sort um so you all know about it but you don't have a lot of information on it the headmaster looks at you all and just says there are different branches with different forms of existences Hollows are not a universal thing. There exist different versions of them that have different behaviors and characteristics, all of which that are set to be hunted by their own version of Soul Society. This exists for, I'm sure you've all heard in your studies of the, the Americas, the European branch. There's, there's branches just for about everywhere. In the mortal realm, there is Americas, there are the, there's Europe, there is Africa. We are, you can think of us as being in charge as the Asian branch. There are approximately four or five different versions. You have the American branch, which is the newest found, or one of the newer founded ones. You have the African branch. You have the Western branch, the northern branch, and the African branch is the southern branch. I'm sure you've all heard rumors about them, hearsay, talk about them. Yes, they do exist. In fact, they do their own work that's completely separate of ours, and we try to steer clear of one another as best possible. However, there are situations where our interests overlap with one another. What I'm about to tell you is very, very classified. So if you do not wish to even know anything about this, or if you do not wish to get involved with such things, now is your time to leave. He's going to wait for every single one of you and just like, just this is, this is the moment where he's asking like, if this is the moment you guys want to know about this stuff and to interact with this stuff. This is, your, this is, this is essentially when the time when you guys are going to give your answer. And tell him right now, do you want to be involved with this information? Uh, Kaiman's going to give the headmaster a, a, a nod, an affirmative nod. All right. Does this mean I get to fight stuff? Yes. Yeah. Very much I'm so. in. Apologies for you. Uh, yeah, Wakumi will nod in approval and be like, oh, uh, yes, Commander, this is everything I've ever dreamed of. It's an honor to receive your trust, sir. Thank you. And Kay will nod. Hmm. All right, then. Don't back me, really, so long as I get to chop some heads off, I'm fine with that. He's going to smile and say, perfect. And in that case, he's going to stand up and he's going to start walking to the door. And as soon as that happens, do you guys know the, the, the Tory gates that happen when the, when the captains teleport to one, one place or another? Mm-hmm. Immediately one opens up in front of his door. He's going to turn right around back to all of you and say, now's the time to follow them. We have your answers. And immediately just, uh, you see Lee, uh, uh, Masuki, just kind of go, <laughs> at least they all said yes. It would have been annoying to hunt them all down afterwards. 
and starts walking in front of the uh, the headmaster and walks through the gate. You coming, Bratz? Izu's just going to go right into yes, the walk and going, like, right in. Not a single word, just big shit-eating grin as he's walking through. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. And he follows. Yes, Captain. And then he's going to follow his suit. Yeah, yeah, well, Kumi will see other one going, and she'll uh, walk in, too, as well. He'll follow everybody else going in. As that happens, you guys reach a point in which it's essentially an entirely new world. You see a giant white space, almost like a void being appearing right here. And there appears to be almost like glass-like floors going on. And there is just a bunch of different versions of Tory gates, like... You can see that there is one that is simply just like what appears to be roots of a tree. You see one that is involves almost like look one that looks like a portal made of like grass reeds. One that is simply an elevator door and one that appears to be a um what appears to be a another bigger Tory gate. As you guys step off the glass, uh, go go forward and step off of like the area that you are currently attached to the single Tory gate that you guys came through, the Tory gate shuts, and immediately glass floor that was like around that Tory gate dissipates, and now there's only the big main portals happening there. You see a couple of uh, different like foreigners looking, walking around, just interacting with one another, talking like it was nonchalant. You see people from Africa. You see people with uh, more tribal-looking clothing. You see people walking around in what appears to be uh, very ancient armor. And you see people in business suits and people in in casual dress wear walking around. You see different ethnicities going going from just black, white, Asian... um, Nordic looking, just an average, what you would say, like a, just a normal person looks like from different time periods, walking around, just interacting with one another. And then you all see it. You see a person that walks around, and what a lot of you can only consider cosplay. They have long, sharp ears, very blonde hair, tied up into a ponytail, and they are very slender. They have as I said before, only considered a cosplay and they look like those of you who know about the mortal realm would just assume that this is just an elf from a video game. Walking around and interacting with a couple of the people of the other areas. And you see the occasional soul reaper, obviously just walking and talking and just interacting with the other people as well. And as soon as like you all just take a, take a minute to stop and just look around, what are you guys going to do? Um, let me take a look at around the area. Take a look, um, look at the area. Do I see any bookstores? No, this is just a very like what appears to be a void, and there is oh, a boy. giant um glass walkway that is in between from like the gates, and going <laughs> forward into a giant looking building. Mm. Um, guess I'll. Start making my way towards the building. I'm Immediately, look the headmaster in Masuki follows you and starts saying, "Look at this! We got a lively one here." Mizu is just gonna walk over to the Elven person 
and just look them over, hands on his hips, and he squints, and he just seems to be examining this person. Getting, like, really up close in their face, like, he has, like, zero uh, concept of, like, personal space, and just the worst manners you can imagine from the Soul Reaper, and he's just looking at him like, you look interesting and familiar. Immediately, this elven guy is just gonna look at you and be like, "Um, can can I help you? Where are you from? Um, Tetra. Oh, are you asking which country I'm from? Oh, you're from Tetra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times, good times. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. No, I think I've seen you before. You're kind, not you, but people like you. Um. Oh. 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 Okay. He kind of looks at your clothing. Are are you new? Are you just arriving from the Eastern Branch? Uh, yeah, you see the nice. He he, he kind of fixed his shock show. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, the yeah, the East Branch, yeah. Oh, you're ah, I see. You must be you. You must be just arriving. You must be new, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm one of the new recruits from the branch, the East Branch. Yeah. Oh, well, then where is your handler's at? And then immediately as, as he says that, uh, Masuki's fist just kind of hits you in the oh, head and knocks you down oh, to the ground. Jesus, why? I'll go running off, Brett. We're in a very specific area. You cannot get separated from us. I was interacting with the people, Captain. Ow. Vice Captain, first. And second, don't go running off by yourself. Now apologize. To who? My head? to the person you so rudely interrupted their conversation with. And immediately as they say that, you see the the other person kind of like, like they were in a group talking with a group of people, and immediately uh, the almost, the brown-haired man that's around like six foot, and he has a uh, black leather jacket going on, he has uh, jeans, and he's just wearing like what appears to be like uh, biker boots. He starts laughing, and he kind of offers his hand up, up to you. He says, ah, no matter, no matter about it. You need a hand up, son? Uh, yeah, I, I'm good. He gets up and brushes himself off. He's like, yeah, I guess I'm sorry. I uh, didn't really want to apologize. Anyways, yeah. Uh, in case I do meet you guys, uh, the name's Mizu. Mizukaze from the East Branch uh, with these lovely people. And he points to the group behind him. He's like, yeah, uh, just wanted to introduce myself. Looks very interesting and looked familiar. That's all. Well, nice to, nice to meet you. My name is Kyle. This, the elf you were talking to just now. His name is Arwen. And this fine young lady right here is from the Western Branch. Her name is Alicia. And immediately, um, you see Alicia just kind of does like a little bow to you and says, Alicia, pleasure to meet you. And immediately, the first thing you guys should notice is that these guys are have no swords on them. At all. Yeah. Aside from the uh, the elf, which has a typical just bow and arrow on them with a short sword. You guys don't use Zompaktos, and he, he pulls back. Uh, I, I forgot to mention this. He's wearing a um, co- like a, one of those like fashion kimonos over his shiakusho, 
and it's like all water design and waves and stuff on it. He pulls back the uh, his kimono showing off the two Zanpakuto that are sitting on his hip. He's like, what, you guys don't use these? Oh, that's the, um, what's, what, what do they call the Eastern Branch? That's a Zanpakuto, right? Yeah. Kyle kind of like, kind of like uh, chuckles a little bit. He says, nah, we ain't like that. We got more along the lines of these. And he, and he like, from like behind his back, you hear, you kind of hear a, a click sound and he pulls out a sawed off shotgun. And from like, uh, under, in his boot, you see, he pulls out like a Bowie knife says, we got a different form of selection. Uh, where I'm from. Oh. The, uh, Amelia pulls out a, uh, what appears to be like a, curved almost fairy like wand except it looks more akin to a gun and she says uh, us in the western branch we use these things uh you can just call them wands i guess and arwen just kind of looks at his bow and arrow and says we we use different forms of weaponry it it matters not um is this your first time here and immediately masuki says it's going to be his last time, too, if he doesn't get back in line. Go! And she kind of, like, kicks you over. Ow, ow, ow! Sorry, Jesus. What a bitch. Immediately, her zompak toe goes flying by her <laughs> head. Oh, God. Oh, God. I gotta remember, she's in charge. Learn things that boy him was thinking, too. And he goes, alright, well, we won't keep you long. Uh, y'all have a good day. And the headmaster goes, apologies about that. Looks over to you all and says, are we ready to go? Yeah, let's, let's just keep no. going. Jeez. All right. All right. Follow us. As you guys are led down the glass, the glass paveway, uh, you guys arrive to a giant, what appears to be like an office building from the mortal realm. It's a lot more modern in times, but it also feels a lot more old there's a lot of like ratio you can feel coming off of this place but it's not domineering in any way it's just a large amount a little bit almost overwhelming uh and that's when the headmaster turns to you and says welcome to tetra this is the newest branch of soul society you all may not have heard about this as you were only just now getting confirmation that the other branches exist uh, however, recently in development, um, we have actually opened up a new branch. As you can see before, that was an elf. And I'm sure a lot of you know that uh, elves are not common where we are from. That is because they come from Tetra. A while back, we've had a group of Soul Reapers, due to an unfortunate incident, actually were sent to Tetra. Where, due to circumstances, they were forced to interact and essentially make relations with the people living here. This is an entirely new world, to put it in simply. Think of this as a new mortal realm that has its own version of our soul society newly attached to it. In this world, there are different races, different customs, different ways of living, and... First and foremost, there are different things that could offend each group, so be careful and do watch what you say to one another. Around them, they could take it very wrongly. We don't want bad relations. We're only still making this work. 
due to the group going on there, we've have good we've had good relations going so forward. And thankfully, um, we actually interacted with what the entities we call they call themselves gods of this world. To our knowledge, they are prospectively in charge of their own areas, which make running and having the access between our two worlds much more easily manageable. It's much more easy to interact, control, and to make sure everything is up in tip-top shape when the work is spread out amongst many people. This is an entirely new world, and this is going to be a lot first and foremost. I know this is a lot of information to throw on you all of a sudden, but this is what we keep from the rest of the people. As you may be aware, it would be a bit of a shock to find out that we are not alone. And with that knowledge going forward, I would like to formally introduce you all to Tetra. He says as he just walks through the walks into the entrance of the building and there's just a blinding light. And uh, uh, Masuki kind of looks at you all and says, all right, brats, follow, follow in suit. And she also walks through the door with a blinding flash of light. All right, Mizu will follow. Uh, yeah, I guess Wakumi will go through the light and see what this Tetra is about. It turns. Uh, Kai will say. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Kai will say yes, Vice Captain, and then walk through. Yeah, and I guess Kay will say to Kaimon, huh, "Well." This is what we signed up for, huh? Uh, and we'll flash a little smile at the vice captain, and we'll follow. Theo would kind of like smirk, and then he would just go, "Hmm, this seems to be interesting," and it walks through the line as well. All right. With that being said, you arrive to what appears to be a very big plains-looking area. And it's just a mixture of different types of areas. You have a very modernized area with just a couple of like small buildings. You have more what it could be considered medieval buildings being around uh, around on some buildings. It, 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 you, as far as you can tell, this is a mixture of all different types of buildings, both fantasy, modern, and from each different region of the world built into one. And that is when the headmaster looks at you all and says, Based on your grades, your activities, your interests, and your specialities, you all have been scouted and brought here as new members of this Tetra branch. Here you will be put into a single unit, and you all will work as a group to interact, help out, and to make sure things go good here, to put simply. You all are now joining an organization which essentially is management, in a way. As you all know, I've told you that hollows do exist, as do different variations of them existing throughout the planes. That is to know that that is that is absolutely true, and to be shown that. There are also mixtures of the two. I'm sure you met the girl outside, Amelia, correct? What if I told you the Western branch didn't have to deal with hollows? 
What do you mean? The Western Branch deals what they refer to as dragons instead. Dragons? As a whole? Go ahead. I thought those were just fairy tales. Mm, Every fairy tale is based on some meaning of truth. Every little monster you've heard about, every little grim fairy tale, everything is based on something. Dragons are of no consequence, also based on something. I wonder if they have fairy tales about soul reapers anywhere, right? (laughs) Headmaster kind of looks at you and smiles a bit. Oh, my dear boy. What do you think the Grim Reaper is? (laughs) I, I wouldn't know, sir. I've never heard of that before. Mm, You have much to learn, then. Which you will. Our organization, and I say our because I once was a member myself. This is an organization specialized in making sure that the dragons and the hollows, just to put an example, don't mix. Bad enough we have to deal with one or the other. There's different levels to our hollows. There's different levels to the dragons. They can be as much danger or they can be as much just pure destruction as one another there's different levels to it on average dragons are a bit more destructive than a hollow would be as they are much more rare and they are much more difficult to deal with however hollows have the number advantage dragons are rare and they form from when the negative emotions from humanity congrue into what idea of death is with the western branch due to tales of knights or history of the medieval ages dragons more often than not are what form and due to the more modernization going on between the different branches people travel here and there you have Japanese going over to the European area to live and vice versa which often means sometimes dragons with hollow masks or hollow-like features do appear randomly. Our job is to make sure that the branches stay separate, that even if there are rumors about them, we have no confirmation. If any knowledge about each of the other branches was to get out to any of the Soul Reapers, our society's both versions, Eastern Branch, Western Branch, would go asunder. There is a slight veil of peace, and there is a slight veil of normality in between. And just as we've seen from the human world, humans can be just as destructive as any beast, dragons, or hollow. We don't want those issues being brought into soul society. We need to keep them separate, and we need to keep make sure that these people are safe. That is why we have a separate branch made to make sure that neither of these areas mix. If there are any, let's say, dragons or hollows that somehow mix together through some means or another, we need to make sure that they don't end up becoming too big of a threat. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes, Headmaster. Yeah, yeah I get it. 
It's uh, all I'll have to take in, but yes, Headmaster, I believe I do. I know, I'm putting you, you through a lot right now. And I know just as much that this is a shock to hear. But you all have been scouted, and I do believe you all have the potential to do this. He's going to look over to Dell's character. Dell, or Kai, you've been quite to yourself. Are you okay? Um, I have a question, sir. Please, ask. What would happen if those of us who are doing this work, and those of us who might travel through this world, what would happen if we were to co-mingle, or uh, get along, or form friendships? It's a terrible thing when dragons and hollows uh, come together. Is it a terrible thing if, if we come together like that too? Or, or, on the flip side, maybe all of us coexisting in, in a space like this, well, maybe that's okay. And if that's okay, what makes dragons and hollows combining so uniquely terrible? It just sounds, um, complicated, sir, with respect. He's going to smile and look at you and says, that's exactly the questions I wanted to hear. And he looks at you and just says, to answer your first question, I absolutely encourage it. I want you to make bonds with other people. I want you to talk to other people. I want this connection to be forthright, and I want this to be something you can talk with and share with to your friends eventually. Right now, this is still too new to be openly shared amongst each other. And eventually, it will get to the point that I do believe that this will be an open thing to every Soul Reaper existing. I very much encourage the idea that you can talk, intermingle, and <clears throat> relate with one another, or find a very similar taste with one another. I, I, didn't, no mean, I, did, I, did, I didn't mean that, sir. I'm sorry if I imply... I... Um, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. He's going to start laughing and says, you don't have to. I know what every single one of you No, no, no. I, I wasn't. I promise I wasn't. Not at all, sir. Not going to lie. That chick from the West was pretty nice. <laughs> He's just going to start laughing and says, yes, yes. That's what all of them say when they first come through. Um, and to answer your second question as to why these mixtures would be terrifying and uniquely... It's because of the power difference. When these two different forms come together, they're much more violent. And they're typically much stronger than an average one would be. When it comes to hollows, for instance, we know their weaknesses right off the bat, right? The masks. You're supposed to cut the mask and that will get rid of them. Dragons have a different set of weaknesses and strengths. Dragons do not have a mask to attack. They have a reverse scale that you're supposed to attack. And in that sense, what happens when the weakness from either one disappears? 
felt. They become much more difficult to manage, right? Oh, I just say, presumably a new weakness emerges and you have to spend time figuring out what that is. But yes, sir, you're right, sir. Of course. He's going to look over at you and says, that's exactly the second thing that happens. <laughs> See, this is why you talk to the class. All I, all I want to know, the... Headmaster, is when do I get to fight a dragon? Well, that's the thing. We're starting you off in the Tetra branch. There are dragons here, but they're not the dragons you would face in the, you're in the western branch. These are an entirely different set of creatures. As you've seen before, there are elves here, right? I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with the modern, modern human world, correct? You at least know about it a little hey, bit. I know stories, from what I've, sir. yes, yeah, from what I've read in the bulletin. Really, that's all I know. Well. There are different types of races there that you will be familiar when you get done when you start your work. And I'm sure eventually you will be able to talk with and interact with, with the people and figure out more about their place. Especially the people here. Excuse me, sorry. Uh, especially the people here. He's gonna like sh like wave his hand. You're gonna see like a bunch of like different types of races and peoples from all different shapes, sizes, and colors. You see orcs, you see halflings, yeah. you see Elves, you see drow, dark elves, humans, you see western branch, um, northern branch, the Americans, all of that stuff is over here. Just mixing and talking with one another and just going about. And that's when the headmaster is going to look to you all and say, this is the point where you, everything you know about the world will change. And it's going to be very difficult. All you need to do is just ask. Everybody here is in the same circumstance you are, you are at or currently or have gone through that at one point. Don't be afraid to ask them. If you need to know something, ask. If you want to know something, ask. If you don't know what to ask, tell them you don't know what to ask. Just talk to them. We are going to get you guys started first and foremost by taking you over to the arena. For you to get familiar with your other teammates. The groups in Tetra are generally going to be bigger due to the different variety of enemies that could have, that could be what's the word? Hmm. Meet met going on the way. You see, Tetra is much more spiritual and I guess you could say magical in nature. Almost every living being here it has something to do with magic, to the point that even the most, the most normal and average human living here could see you all, or could touch you all. Honestly, it's astounding, and I still have yet to figure out why this is the case, nor do the other officials or the researchers. However, we do know that this is a much, mo much more magically attuned place than our normal mortal world is here. It's normal for them to see us. It's normal for them to know about us. And first and foremost, it's normal for them to interact with us. That's why we are putting you guys in bigger teams with a wider assortment of er er people from different areas. 
you guys will be a part of the different court guard squads and whatnot. There are different brand, um, as there are different branches, there are different court guard squads. Masuki here, and uh, he's just going to look over to her and just says, she will be your advisor while you're here, and she will be looking after you all while you are still new here. I'm sure you heard her yelling about how she has to, and what, what, what did you say? Having to babysit the little brats. That is what she was referring to. We are going to start you off by meeting you with the rest of your team. There should be only one person left there that I know of. So let's go meet him, shall we? He's going to like look for your all reactions. Uh, Kyle, give a, a nod. Okay. All right, let's go. And he's going to start walking over to the arena. And as you guys arrive to the arena, you see a giant, almost coliseum looking like, like a Roman coliseum. You hear fighting going on inside, clashing, people cheering, going on about that. And you see people just walking around, going about their day. And as you guys enter the arena, you, he takes you over to the staff section and kind of gives an ID. The people let him in. And you guys are allowed into the staff area, to which you come across a boy with a leather jacket on. He's wearing jeans, and he is wearing a what appear to be tan combat boots uh, over uh, with a black undershirt on. He looks at you all and says, Edmaster, good to see you again. Ah, hello, Kai. How are you? Good to see you. Good. How are you? Um, who are the people you brought with you? These will be your new teammates. Um, these are the new teammates. Do you have an issue? No, no, no. I don't. Um, it's just I wasn't expecting this many people to be from Soul Society. Usually, we have a bit more versatility. Uh, whatever, I guess this will work. Um, Goddamn Soul Society. All right, whatever. Um, nice to meet you. And he kind of like pulls a hand out and just kind of offers his hand as a handshake to you all. I'm Kai. Uh, Last name not important. Uh, I'll reach out, uh, grab his hand, and say, I'm also Kai. Nice to meet you. Oh, uh, another Kai. Well, very nice to meet you then. Uh, he's going to offer his hand to Dell's character. Nice to meet you. I'm Kai. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, hi. Uh, great to meet you. I'm, um, we can keep things simple. I, I'm Kay, but if you want to call me Okashima, that might be easier. <laughs> uh, great to meet you. Um, nice to meet you too, um, Kay. Uh, if you like. All right, Kay, Kay works for me. I'm fine with Kay. Um, I guess it would be a bit of an issue to have all of us name the same thing, huh? <laughs> you're, you're telling, you're telling me. <laughs> all of a sudden you hear just like a, a girl's voice saying, they could just call you by your nickname. Shut up. And he's kind of like, pat, like uh, slaps like his, uh, his side. And you just hear like a clink of metal and goes, ow. 
Uh, don't mind her. She's um, she's chatty. What what's what's um, your nickname? I'm kind of curious now. I'd rather go about the nickname later thing right now. Now I'm just trying to introduce uh, myself. All right, um, nickname's a bit personal. Fine, whatever. Boring. Um, who are you? I guess I gotta do the introduction thing. Name's Mizu Kaze. I don't care for formalities. Just call me Mizu. You can call me Zoo if you're so hard up on Mizu being too hard to understand. So, yeah. That's because I'm a foreigner. I I have no idea how your dialect works. If Mizu sounds too hard, call me Zoo. Up to you. Uh, I would argue. No, that I'll call you Mizu. It's we're fine. all foreigners. If this is a whole new place to all of us, um, actually, that is a fair point. Fair enough. All right. Uh, he's gonna look over to Kim's character and Zoe's character, and he's gonna put out a hand each for both of you and says, "Guy, nice to meet you." Uh, yeah, I, I'm Kumi. She shakes his hand. Look, I ain't here to get too familiar with any of you guys, and I don't quite like your tone either. What do you mean by soul reapers? Hmm? What's wrong with us? Like you're better than me or something? He's gonna kind of smiley and says, mm, "Yeah, yes, I am. Well, maybe you specifically." Well, I like that attitude. Maybe I'll wipe that smug look off your face. How about that, huh? I mean, you can definitely try, and he's gonna get in your face. Um, and as soon as like he gets anywhere near both, like uh, near you, he immediately gets smacked in the in the back of the head, and so do you by Mi- uh, Masuki, <laughs> like with the with her sheathed katana. Um, she just bonks both of you, the shit out of both head, of you. Head captain, I have a question to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, how's the Rukon district doing here? It's getting better, um, but it definitely isn't too different from when you were here. Okay. Uh, we're here to fight. I, I'm ready to fight whoever I have to fight. I don't care. Just, yeah. Calm yourself. Calm yourself. I mean, come on. I'm ready this to fight. A... I'm tired of all this talking. Let's just fight already. My, my, so picky. And immediately you just hear Kai, uh, Kai go, well, if you're too eager for a fight, he's going to point over to the door. We got an arena right here. And that's where we're going to end today's uh, episode. Yay. So, Yay. so yeah, uh, I want, I, as co-DM of uh, Roll Poxo, um, this, again, this is our session zero um, we'll be once we have a schedule planned out. We'll be coming back with session one. Hopefully, everyone will be here. Um, we'll make it work with whoever can make it on our regular basis. Um, but yeah, we hope everyone has enjoyed it so far. Um, enjoyed the session zero. Uh, you know, don't forget to give um, you know them lovely, tasty reviews. 
uh, try and get us on the algorithms and stuff. And I think what we'll do is we'll in- or, uh, just everyone uh, say uh, their farewells and introduce themselves one last time before uh, we call it a session zero. Uh, I've been the DM slash co-DM, Triple. Uh, I've been Paulin. Nice to be here. Uh, I've been Kemi. Yeah. I, I've been and heretofore shall remain Dell. <laughs> um, and I am, as always, uh, the co-DM with half of the time, most of the time, uh, Mitch. And I With that, we will see you all next time on Roll Pacto. Hi, everyone. Bye-bye. Atene. Hello, everyone. It's Mitch. Thank you for listening to Roll Pacto this week. We appreciate you all for taking the time to listen to our little shenanigans. If you enjoyed this, please give us a five-star review on the platform of your choice and leave us a review to help us get a little bit better on the algorithm. And we'll see you guys next time when it's time to Roll Pacto. Peace out, everyone.